Back to Big Les's League and all rugby league experience. I'm your host, Big Les. Let's go through your Friday for round 23 of 2023. What about that? What a tongue twister. Let's get into the football, though. Uh, the Gold Coast Titans v. the New Zealand Warriors. Yes, the Warriors won, but it was a very tough and awesome performance from the Gold Coast Titans for me. Uh, fuck, there were some big, big topics of discussion during this game. Obviously, uh, Sean Johnson getting two tries, which was awesome to see. Jaden Campbell as well. He also went to fullback and absolutely killed it. Absolutely killed it. Obviously, uh, with AJ Brimson being a late withdrawal due to um, an aggravated rib injury uh, during the warm-up of the game, which was super unlucky for the Gold Coast Titans. But I thought without him, with Jaden Campbell at fullback, mind you, Jaden Campbell had an absolute blinder. Uh, I thought the Titans went really well. Don't let the scoreline fool you. It wasn't one of those games with a 10-point margin where the Warriors were dominant the whole time. The Titans gave it a red-hot crack. They really did. I thought they were really impressive. Um, look, in terms of the bigger topics of discussion, you know, Chris Randall was placed in a report for dangerous contact on Warriors winger Dallin Matini Zalesniak. Uh, Fodawaker was sent off. And I think that was so unlucky for Fodawaker as well. I mean, you go back and look at that contact. I mean, the other guy was falling down. Chance was falling down into the tackle. Um, you know, when you're coming at someone at full force in real time at fast pace, you can't really do much to stop yourself. He was coming in to make a statement. He was coming in to put in a big hit in the game. Um, very similar to the intent behind Tom Burgess's one, but we'll talk about that in that preview because obviously it wasn't as bad. Looking back at it, obviously um, Tom Burgess's one was full frontal. It wasn't high contact at all. It was bullshit. That one was really bullshit. But um, this one, you know, it wasn't really much that Fodawaker could do to avoid that. I mean, he was coming in, trying to make a statement, as I said, putting a shot on uh, on Chance Eagle Clockstart, who has been playing really well for the Warriors. Uh, Chance went down. He was turning his back to the the attack, uh, the defense, sorry, um, to avoid getting absolutely flogged um, from the front. He turned around. He went down. And, yeah, it was just so unlucky, so unlucky. Um, <laughs> I mean, I don't think it was a send-off anyway. I think it was probably a sin-binning for sure. But fuck, back-to-back send-offs. We've had a number of penalties. I think we've had more than 100 penalties blown over the weekend, which is absolutely ridiculous. Um, yeah, it was pretty heavy to see Fodawaker get sent off. I mean, I think there was three or four send-offs during the weekend as well, and that includes in the NRLW as well. Fuck, it's just hectic um, at the moment with the penalties being blown, the crackdowns. Um, yeah, but Fodawaker, I think, in my opinion, was very unlucky to be sent off. Very unlucky um, because, as I said, Chance of the clock started was going down and he, and he couldn't do much to stop himself from making that contact. So very unlucky for Fodder Waker, in my opinion. Very unlucky. And look, I mean, that's another reason why this Titans performance was so tough because that was 16 minutes into the game when Fodder Waker was being sent off. 16 minutes into the game. It wasn't halftime. It wasn't, you know, at the back end of the game. This was 16 minutes in. Just over 15 minutes into the game, not even a quarter into the game, and he's been sent. Um, yeah, like, it was a courageous effort from the 
Titans. And when you look at it from that perspective, with having 12 men for majority of the game, uh, I thought it was a really courageous effort from them. Um, the Warriors activated their 18th man in Tane Tuiapiki after Nickel Clock started was ruled out with a head knock. And I guess, you know, when you're looking at it from that perspective as well, yeah, Chance was ruled out due to that head clash. Um, and obviously he'll miss next week as well for the Warriors, which will actually be big for them. Um, but yeah, look, I mean, uh, as I said, I, I'd still probably only give that a sin bidding at the most. Um, it was just unlucky the way that that tackle came out. But uh, Tane Tuya Picky, I thought he played really well, um, replacing Chance of clock start at fullback. I thought he did a really good job. I mean, the Warriors evened out the playing numbers for a little bit, only just after Fodawaker was sent to uh, sent off. You know, we obviously had Maradani Kure sent to the sin bin as well in the 18th minute. And fuck, I loved that. I loved that in this game. Them, him squaring off with Fafita. That was awesome. So that was so sick. Absolutely awesome. Um, but yeah, like, I mean, that, that revved me up for this game as well. It got me excited. It got me ready for some tough football. It was awesome to see those two squaring off. Two of the biggest players on the field. It was awesome. It was so sick. I'm a, I'm a big fan of that stuff. Um, a total of 12 errors were blown in the first half as both sides struggled with the momentum. There were definitely a few errors in this game. There definitely was um, from both sides. It was scrappy, but it was an awesome game to watch still. Uh, Warriors forward Jess Tavanga returned from his match uh, for the first match since suffering a calf injury in round eight. I thought that he was quite good as well. Sean Johnson continued his remarkable season with another tr- two try assists, moving to 22 for the year. He also had two tries of his own in this game as well. And you had some awesome performances from the forwards for the Warriors as well. Adam Fenua Blake running for 169 metres. Mitch Barnett, 165. Jackson Ford, 146. All, all enormous um, for the Warriors. And they were a big part of their wins. Um, and Toho Harris crossed for his first try for the 2023 season. Awesome stuff to watch there. The Warriors so tough in this game. Titans unlucky to get a forward sent off in this game. And as I said, it was very unlucky, the circumstances. Uh, but I thought that the Titans did very, very well uh, considering the circumstances as well. And a big win for the Warriors. Um, obviously losing chance of a clock start early in the game as well. Tane Tuyapiki, as we said, uh, I thought he did quite well in this game as well. Um, but yeah, big win for the Warriors in this one. As for the Panthers and the Melbourne Storm game, the following game after this one, fuck, I did not expect the Panthers to win by this much. Now, it was 26-6, to so it was only a 20-point uh, margin. But, you know, the Panthers, you know, after the first 15 minutes of the Storm looking like they were going to be the dominant side with all of their outs, you know, fuck, the Panthers just went from, you know, not so dominant and struggling a little bit in defense in the first 15 to fucking dominant football. Uh, 26 to 6 was the final score line. I mean, both Munster and Harry Grant, they really tried to threaten the line through the game. Uh, but the end, you know, they ran out of answers pretty much for the Panthers. I think it was pretty, you know, hard to watch as a Melbourne Storm fan. Uh, I'm not a Melbourne Storm fan, but I'm sure as a Melbourne Storm fan, it would be hard to watch. Uh, just to clarify there. But you know, a big win for the Panthers, big statement win. You know, they could definitely go and win the comp uh, again this year and, and have it be a three-peat. Yes, it's the boring answer, but it's probably the answer at the moment when you're looking at who is probably going to win the comp. I think it's definitely between the Panthers and the Broncos for me. I think it really is a two-horse race there, uh, but there's a lot of other teams that could be Smokies as well. I mean, you're looking at the Warriors this season, how dominant they are. Um, I mean... There's so many teams that I could name off the top of the cap that could probably go there. 
um, and some teams that have had pretty shocking performances this round where you sort of second guess. But uh, the Panthers having a big one in this game. I think a big talking point from this game was the shoulder charge from Jerome Luai. Uh, he was placed on report for the alleged shoulder charge on Nelson Osofa Solomona, which was pretty hectic. I mean, we've seen some gnarly send-offs uh, during the round as well, particularly in the previous game with Fodawaka. Fuck, I was very surprised that he was allowed to stay on the field after that. It was disgusting, that shoulder charge. It was heavy. He just came flying in, full-on shoulder, straight to the head, and it was only placed in report. And this is the thing that gives me the shits about these fucking calls. It's just the inconsistency. The out-and-out inconsistency of the calls where direct shoulder contact forceful to the head can either be just on report, a send-off, or a sin bin. Like, there's no real answer. It, it's different for every referee. It's different for every game. Um, yeah, look, I mean, I would love to see a little bit more inconsistency. And yes, we did get a little bit better on the weekend, but that... Um, it was pretty hard to watch, really. It was pretty hard to watch, um, particularly with, you know, in the previous game, someone getting direct shoulder contact to the head and he gets sent off early in the game, costing his team, you know, a big chance in this game against the Warriors and a tough performance. And then a 5'8", one of the more important players, you could say, for the Panthers, does something, I would say, a little bit worse and gets to stay on the field and is only on report and actually escapes suspension as well. Um, yeah, look, I mean, the inconsistency there. I mean, I love Jerome Luai. I love Fodawaka. Uh, I've got nothing against either of those guys, but there's got to be a little bit more consistency there. If one gets something, the other's got to get the same. It can't be a different thing for different players, and I'm sure it's not that, but it's got. there's got to be some consistency there. Every, you know... Every consequence should be the same for the same action. Like, it can't differentiate between players. It can't differentiate between games. It's got to be the same. It's got to be consistent. Otherwise, it's just going to, you know, annoy the fans. It's going to start the conversation of, oh, it's it's because of the difference in, you know, the importance in the team or, you know, it's because it's Jerome Luai that he doesn't get sent off. You know, it's going to start that conversation. And um, I'm sure that's not the reason, but... It's going to start that conversation. It's going to get fans angry uh, and it's going to get less viewership, really, if you think about the long-term effects of that as well. Um, it, it's just annoying and it's really frustrating to see, um, you know, how inconsistent those calls were. But he was placed in report. He did get a fine. Um, yeah, I mean, still, I'm still a bit annoyed about the inconsistency there. Now, talk about unlucky. Talk about unlucky um, Big Les put George Jennings in a multi with uh, Stephen Crichton, Brian Toto, uh, and Jerome Luai to score, paying well, paying 100 bucks, um, and George Jennings gets injured uh, in the 15th minute of the game and did not return. So it was voided. Um, yeah, absolutely gutted, absolutely gutted. Um, but, you know, it is what it is. It is what it is. I got my $2.50 back. Um, but, yeah, look. Gutted, absolutely gutted. Did everything responsibly as well and voided. Um, but yeah, very unlucky for George Jennings. I mean, he's been so unlucky with injury um, over the past few years, particularly with that that same leg. He's been he's had I think two ACLs on that leg. He's now going to have an uh, MCL injury on that leg as well, um, and he's going to be out for pretty much the rest of the season. So unlucky for George Jennings. He has probably had the worst run, um, you know, that I've seen for wingers. At the moment, he's probably had a really shocking run. Probably the worst one, as I said, uh, for wingers. Super unfortunate there for George Jennings. 
Um, but Tyron Wishart came on. I thought he did well, I guess. You know, putting a 5-8 on the wing, I thought he did quite well. Uh, Panthers lock Isaiah Yo set the tone for the Panthers with 214 run meters and 40 tackles and just two misses. Outstanding performance from Isaiah Yo. Uh, and as I said, it was just dominance from the Panthers, both in attack and defense in you know, after the first 15 minutes or so, when the, when the Melbourne Storm were looking really good, Munster was looking insane. Harry Grant was doing some great things at a dummy half. You know, the, Pan, uh, the the Melbourne Storm, they looked like they had the momentum. And then Panthers just said, nope, they turned it around. Uh, and Brian Toto scores that try in the 23rd minute, and they really start to get a bit of a kick on the Panthers. It was just one of those games where the momentum just changed, and then it stayed that way. Uh, Harry Grant was reliable in defense again. 53 tackles uh, for the Melbourne Storm. Pretty decent performance performance at hooker for him. Uh, the Panthers have now won five of their past seven games against the Melbourne Storm since losing the 2020 Grand Final. Uh, the Panthers have now won the past eight games at Bluebet Stadium as well. The Panthers winger Brian Toyo has scored 14 tries in his past 10 games at Bluebet Stadium as well. So some nice stats to finish off the review there. But as I said, once the momentum changed, the Panthers looked great. Cleary looked outstanding. Um, you know, Lots of tries scored for the Panthers. It was one of those games where, as I said, the momentum changed and it pretty much just stayed with the Panthers. Uh, Melbourne Storm, unlucky not to keep that momentum. And I, I guess discipline again was a thing that led them down. A few errors in that game for the Mel- Melbourne Storm. And it was a pretty big one. Panthers win.